You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. All right, welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Rhonda, and today is May 19th. So this is an update to what's now a series on Gateway to a New Economy. This is part six. Um, So anybody that follows the financial markets today... um, Cryptocurrency has taken a blood bath. So um, as I speak, let me jump over and check. Uh, I'll use Bitcoin as the catalyst because uh, it's the front runner. But Bitcoin, uh, okay, now it's back up to 37,000 per coin, almost 38. Uh, That's coming off a high family of... Uh, 60 something thousand. Um, Do, Dogecoin, uh, I don't mess with Do, Dogecoin because um, it was really started as a joke. I never knew what its purpose was, so I didn't feel like trying to watch it and all of that jazz. <laughs> so I never got into it. So um, I'm assuming that that price has plummeted as well. Um, Although the decline on that and Bitcoin started when uh, Musk, you have to pay attention family when these quote, quote gurus, which they're really not gurus, they've been put on or placed in those positions. But nonetheless, when they come come on and make certain statements, do not think for one minute that those statements are not calculated, okay? And <clears throat> they make those statements for their buddies or those that's in the know or those that know someone in the know to move a certain way in the market, all right? So when uh, Musk came on Saturday Night Live, uh, folks were speculating uh, Dogecoin, and if I'm pronouncing that wrong, forgive me. Like I said, I don't dabble in it, and, uh, you know, no shade to folks that do. Uh, Hopefully, you have made what you needed to make off of it, and you got out of it. Uh, But anyhow, when he went on Saturday Night Live, he hosted it, folks were speculating that um, that coin, Dogecoin, was going to skyrocket. I figured it would not skyrocket because it had already hit its high because, again, it was a coin based on nothing. It literally started out as a joke. All right, so I I figured it was either going to stay flat, maybe decline. All right. So Musk has been calculating moves in the market, pretty much telling folks where things are going. The other one that he targeted was Bitcoin. All right. Now his reasoning for targeting Bitcoin out of the blue, I want y'all to think about this, out of the blue. 
Now he's saying that uh, for Bitcoin <clears throat> to buy a Tesla vehicle, they're no longer going to accept Bitcoin. And the reason they're not going to accept Bitcoin is because the amount of energy it takes to data mine the coin is not environmental friendly. Hmm. Really now, Tesla. So to me, you all ran the coin up, Bitcoin up to its the current 60-something thousand mark. You let people go on and spend a little bit of them ends. Tesla, you picked up a lot of revenue. You sold a lot of cars. You sold a hell of a lot of cars. From those Bitcoin people. Matter of fact, someone crunched the numbers, and sorry, I forgot what the um, numbers were of the amount of Bitcoins that Tesla accepted to buy those cars. <clears throat> it was a hefty amount. All right. So now, all of a sudden, you're concerned about environment. Okay. Now, last time I checked, correct me if I'm wrong, it aren't, aren't Tesla vehicles electric? Now, what do they say electricity runs on? That's what they say. I have a different theory, but that's the conspiracy tinfoil hat. So I'm going to be willing to put that to the little side. Let's stick with what they say. They say electricity is ran on coal. So help me to understand how what you're accusing Bitcoin of using too much electricity that your vehicles don't do. Now, granted, I will absolutely give them that uh, the data mining facilities that need to be used to mine Bitcoin and Bitcoin is being targeted because it is the biggest, the market leader. It is very much tremendous. Make no mistakes about it. But here's my thing. It didn't jump up overnight and become that way. They knew out the gate what was required to mine or data mine, which is just a fancy word family, to uh, create the particular blockchain, secure it, and to have that uh, blockchain uh, traded. Okay, that's pretty much what data mining is, a, a, a simple perspective. They knew that going in. Okay, so that was, all planned, okay? Now, that was the first thing. Secondly, now China wants to crack down on um, things. So this is out of Business Insider. This was an hour ago. Bitcoin tumbles as low as 30000 amid a broad crypto sell-off after China signals a crackdown. Yeah, China, 
So I'm <clears throat> bringing this to you all to show the calculations of things. None of these things are coincident. You can't uh, uh, convince me that Tesla woke up out the bed or his board woke up out the bed and say, dog on it, that Bitcoin is not a good idea. It uses too much energy. And we need to be socially conscious and move away from accepting Bitcoin to purchase our cars. After you made a pretty coin off accepting said Bitcoin. And after your CEO was a big holder of Bitcoin and was able to dump a huge percentage at a high. Okay? Now, this just me. That's almost like insider trading. When you have the power to manipulate markets like that with just making certain statements and you have the money to benefit from it. Okay? But that's a separate story. Um, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so let's go to broad this article. Broad crypto sell-off. After China signals a crackdown on Business Insider, Bitcoin and other major digital assets sank on Wednesday after China warned investors against cryptocurrency. Now, let's just remember, I'm going to give you what my opinion is on what they're trying to do. Remember, China was leading the forefront. It is, not was. It is leading the forefront in the digital currency market. They already have their own digital currency. They are already testing their digital currency. So let's see what they have to say on now all of a sudden they uh, are against it. Virtual currencies can't be used to conduct business as they don't have real value, China's central bank says. Yeah, okay, but you still have a digital currency, China, central bank, okay? And that paper that you're <clears throat> uh, printing, what real value does that have? <clears throat> what is that backed by China. It's backed by the faith of the folks, of the people. Just like all paper currencies are. Just like digital currency <clears throat> is. Okay? So right there, I didn't set up and caught you up in two lies. I already know that you have a digital currency tied to your central bank. So now all of a sudden, why are you coming out against it? <clears throat> and the reason you said you're coming out against it is because it doesn't have any real value. Well, your paper currency doesn't have any real value, okay? So peep game is what I'm trying to put out here, family. A price drop below 30000 for Bitcoin wouldn't be surprising. A, mark, a senior market, market analyst said, now I don't know. Uh, well, this said an hour ago, Bitcoin hit the low of a $30,000 uh, mark. 
Y'all see where I'm going with that? Seems plain to me. I'm just saying. Okay, it's back up to 37 now. But I'm just showing you the patterns so you can learn. And this is just not about crypto. This is across all of these markets. When these big wigs get up in front and they talk about the markets, you have to learn to use discernment <clears throat> and know what they're really saying. Okay? So that's really telling to me that they below 30,000 and the lowest it hit was 30,000. Today, today it hit 30,000. This article came out an hour ago. Okay, they said an hour ago. Okay. Sure, it took them longer to type the crap up, this, that, and the third. Bitcoin and other digital currencies plunged on Wednesday after the People's Bank of China announced digital tokens can't be used as a form of payment by financial institutions. Again, we already know China has a digital currency. We already know that the World Economic Forum said they are going to digital currencies. We already know Treasury, U.S. Treasury Secretary Powell said that is something that the Fed Reserve is currently evaluating, quote, quote, testing. We already know that the U.S. has a digital dollar. So you understand where I'm going with this? Bitcoin fell as much as 31% to $30,016. Beyonce fell 32% to $337. Dogecoin fell 30% to $0.36. And Ethereum fell 44% to $19,000. At intraday lows. Virtual currency shouldn't be used in the market as they are not supported by real value. Three Chinese payment industries said on Tuesday, Bitcoin continued its week-long slide, first sparked by Elon Musk's climate-related concerns over its mining process. Billionaire Mike Novogratz predicted Bitcoin will consolidate Somewhere between forty and fifty thousand for up to six weeks after Musk, Musk, I'm sorry, <laughs> criticism of its energy use. Okay, so I, I'm getting ready to be happy with this little article. I'm reading it fresh with you all, family. Uh, Tesla's cars are powered by electricity made from coal and ga- gas, while Bitcoin mining is an energy intense process that is said to consume more electricity um, annually than the whole of Argentina. Okay, well, what about what the U.S., last time I checked, the U.S. consumes more energy than anyone in the world. Okay. All right. Oh, and just a side note for folks in the crypto space. Uh, That has always been an issue with Bitcoin. 
Another issue with Bitcoin is the processing time. Okay. Uh, of course, it was revolutionary out the gate because it was the first. But when I talk about processing time, I'm talking about the time to process a transaction. So meaning the time that you buy a coin or you trade a coin for that transaction to be completed and the ledger to be updated. Okay. It is slow compared to the other newer alternative coins, also known as altcoins. Uh, other platforms have... Um, came up with much better technology. So those were the two things that Bitcoin had going against it. Uh, but because it was the first out the gate, um, and, you know, it has a huge market valuation, and most people new to Bitcoin, I'm sorry, new to digital currency, wind up buying into Bitcoin, and I always felt buying in at a hell of a, hella, 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 hella high price because they were buying at the high. Um, you know, if they put monies in that they can't afford to lose, they're probably really panicking right now, all right? Which is why I... Tell the family, if you're going to invest, you never buy at the top of the market. Just like we're discussing housing. Unless you need it. Now, if you really need it, go and do your thing, boo. From the housing side, if you really need it, you got to do what you got to do. Or if you found a good deal, it's a good deal in this market, of course, go for it. But you never follow the media trends. Never, ever, ever, ever follow the media trends. Okay? Because you will have the bigwigs behind the scenes running up the market. So making it really, really high because they got in really, really low. Let's be clear. They got in really, really low. So they'll run it up really, really high. And then determine when they want to sell off. Okay? So the average person or the unskilled bought in at the high. So now they're in the negative. And then to make it even worse, a lot sell. And then you're selling at a loss. Okay. All right. So sorry I got sidetracked. But I just, I had to say that Um because I see people over and over again make the mistake of following the trends and continue to lose their shirt, right? That's why if you're going to invest in anything and housing, family, that's an investment, okay? Now, unless you're buying that, that home, that land, and it's going to stay in the family for generations, then it doesn't matter because inflation is on your side. As long as you can afford it, you're good. Okay, you have to do your due diligence. You have to read everything you can on the markets, uh, read alternative sources. YouTube is an excellent place to get alternative narratives from what the media is putting out 
on what is going on. And you watch the trends and you'll, you'll learn how to maneuver. Because if you're not going to do that, just go on and sit on down somewhere. <laughs> All right. So, so Tesla them uh, on Bitcoin's back about this mining, this, that, and the other. They're talking about some. Um, it's using up more electricity than all of Argentina. Okay, and I'm not um, saying that it's not. My point is, you knew that all along. You knew that years ago. So now all of a sudden, you woke up and had a conscious after it hit the all-time high of 60-something uh, thousand per coin, and you done sold off a big chunk of it, yeah. J.P. Morgan said in a note on Tuesday, institutional investors seem to be shifting away from Bitcoin and moving back. Baby, I'm done. We finna get into some stuff today. We finna knock this shit out. J.P. Morgan said in a note on Tuesday, institutional investors seem to be shifting away from Bitcoin and moving back into traditional gold. Are you kidding me? Do you know how huge that is, family? What that tells me is, and we're going to get into that next, those of us that told you, get ready for inflation. We gave you the reasons why inflation was going to happen. JP Morgan just confirmed it with that statement. Because these were the same institutions, mind you, mind you, these were the same institutions telling, was telling folk that gold, silver, and all of that, oh, no, it's really, those really aren't smart investments. You get more return in the stock market. Not only J.P. Morgan them, but also all of those other media, economic, stock market gurus. But the people that watch the alternative stuff and dig through the data, they told you all that gold was undervalued, silver is significant, undervalued and to stack your stuff and to not go into any gold contracts and all of that get your gold and silver in your hand physically and so now JP Morgan them gonna come out and say they moving back into gold hmm seems like us that told you all Balance things out with silver because silver is more affordable and gold, if you can afford it, get it in your hand physically. We're correct. This indicates a reversal of the trend seen over the past six months. It is not clear what is driving this shift. Strategists uh, led by Nicholas wrote, 
Perhaps institutional investors are fleeing Bitcoin as they see its previous two-quarter uptrend ending and thus seek the stability of traditional gold away from the rapid downshift of digital gold. Mm -hmm. Didn't I just say physical gold in your hand? So that means they're telling you when they talk about digital gold, you may be thinking Bitcoin and crypto. I know that's what this market, this article is about. But when they talk about digital uh, digital gold, they're talking about those um, gold contracts. I forget what the heck you call them, y'all. Having them gold contracts on paper, having somebody hold your gold for you, this, that, and the third. Peep game. Separately, a blockchain research group, Elliptic, found the hacker group behind the colonial pipeline attack received $90 million in Bitcoin before it shut down last week. Baby. Okay, I had heard that, but I wasn't for sure if it was true. Let me sip my water right quick, family. Hold on a second, child. Now, when I first did this series. I think it was the second one. When I went over Powell's, U.S. Secretary Powell's 60-minute interview, he knocked it out the park, and I said that was the disclosure on what's going to happen with the economy. And what was one of the risks that Powell said? He said cybersecurity attacks. Okay? And then here we go with a cybersecurity attack or hacker attack on a pipeline, a gas pipeline, which caused a temporary shortage on the East Coast. Hmm. Now the conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat says, hmm, that's interesting. One of the risks is a cyber attack. And that includes any attack on the infrastructure. And here we have said cyber attack. On infrastructure, that's just the tinfoil hat in me. Now to top it off, you minks to tell me. You minks to tell me that the ransom was 90 mil in Bitcoin? Child. And now this week, Bitcoin is tanking? So that means when they... Got the 90 mil, it was at a high. Child. I can't make this stuff up. Baby, this would be a hell of a movie. Maybe I should take some time and write the script because, baby, this is a hell of a movie. That has ratched up regulatory risk tremendously. Again. Treasury Secretary Powell said 
economy is doing as it should. It's doing well, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. What could slow it down is um, a downturn in the pandemic or cyber attacks, cyber security risk. Now the regulatory folks have upped the risk. China's actions raised the mercury on that front and the colonial situation might finally spur the U.S. into action. I suspect they will not be alone, he said. Haley said a drop in Bitcoin to below 30,000 would not be surprising. Now again, let's just go over this because I want y'all to sink it. Take this as a learning lesson. They gave you, Powell gave the warning. He gave the warning to those that know how to read behind the line. So already what he said with the cyber attack has happened. Then, coincidentally, just just a coincidence, just a coincidence. Now, I think not. A coincidence, but that is my opinion. It's not facts. It's just my humble opinion. Musk goes on Saturday Night Live, jokes around, ha ha he he, la 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 la, on the Dogecoin. It tanks. Now it didn't tank. It started dropping, which really should have been a sign for folks to get out. Okay. Then he turns around and starts talking about what they're not going to do with Bitcoin anymore. Then Bitcoin starts dropping. Then China, all of a sudden, they're anti-Bitcoin. And you essentially have uh, Bitcoin fall below half its value of its high. Okay which the rest of the markets, all of the altcoins as well, um, they're down uh, 20, 30%, uh, but the Bitcoin hit, uh, it's really significant, all right? So my theory on the whole crypto thing, it very well just could be a sell-off for uh, the higher-ups to make them some change. Very well could be. And um, it'll run back up again. And or it could be a purpose crash of the crypto market or keeping it at a low sustainable level as they stand up their own digital currencies. Okay, because they're they're coming. They're definitely coming. All right. So in other words, let's shake up this crypto market to not only knock off some of so many common folks out there that are holding Bitcoin, that are holding these alternative coins. Let's shake them, shake them up, shake them off the market. Let's get them out of play, knock them out the box. So run it down to a low. Okay, then this will give us even um, stronger footing to stand up our stuff because we could come out and say, nope, here we have our government 
digital coins that the our uh, central banks will be using uh, one or two things. Either the cryptocurrency market will continue to be at a lower pace um, or it's going to be at a lower pace just for a little bit until they shake some of the newbies out of the game. Okay, because remember the last um, uh, update that I gave, I told you that uh, the IRS was looking to hack people's digital wallets to find out how much they have on there because they want to track um, who's not paying taxes on the stuff that they're selling. Okay, and Beyonce, that's another trading platform. The SEC is going after them because they are allowing folks to sell. And I guess um, they're not reporting who's selling. And they're going, they said they're going after them for money laundering. Okay, so it, it's two folds. All this is in the digital space is them trying to... They're going to wrap a lot more structure around it. They're, they are going to uh, wrap a lot more regulatory structure around the digital market. All right? But make no mistake about it, the uh, whole crypto space, it's not going away. It's definitely not going away because the uh, Fed... Reserve and uh, the central banks are going to use their digital currencies. Okay, this is just a way to wheel it all in. So, all of those dreams from the diehard crypto folks, from the diehard Bitcoin folks that felt Bitcoin was the answer to be anti central banks, you all can just forget it. Although we have been telling you all that for a couple of years now. Forget it. It's not going to be anti-central bank. Uh, my opinion is that this particular uh, Bitcoin, it was started by the intelligence agencies. All right. Okay, so that's with that. Now, let's talk about inflation because I told y'all to watch out for inflation. I told y'all it was already here. They're just not telling you. I told you all you got to do when you pull up in the grocery store, when you pull up at that gas tank, you're already witnessing inflation, right? So, and just a recap for anyone new to this whole financial arena, when they talk inflation, <clears throat> they're talking about the value of the dollar declining, so meaning it takes you more dollars to buy the same thing. So this is from Market Watch. This came out um, on the 12th. U.S. inflation soars in April to a 13-year high. CPI shows and reveals fresh stress on the economy. Now, child, I'm finna sip, sip my water again. 
because I done told y'all that. I told y'all inflation was already here. But the experts were sitting on their tail. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, okay, then. You're going to have to eat them words sooner rather than later. And, of course, now they eating them words. Okay. Now, I also told you that inflation would be the reason why the economy would tank. And once the Fed raised those interest rates, that's going to be the pop in that housing market. Okay, so let's see what market watching them got to say. The numbers, consumer prices rose sharply again in April and drove the rate of inflation to the highest level in nearly 13 years, signaling greater stress on the economy as businesses grapple with short supplies that are rising the cost or that are raising raising the cost of many goods and services now i literally just saw something yesterday on the news and it was real quick cuz that's how they do do these things it's really really quick off the coast of california they had those supply ships. Now I already, uh, always forget what's the official name of those doggone ships. I think they're freight, something like that, either freight or car- cargo ships. But nonetheless, they're the ships where the goods come from the different countries. And they have to come into the ports in the U.S. Uh, to deliver the goods. In that news clip, they showed about three ships sitting off of the coast of Cali. Because I think uh, in Cali, they come through Long Beach, if I'm not mistaken. Waiting to come into port and that there was a backlog. Now, that's not the first time we've heard about this backlog. That also happened in the Panama West of Face when they said the little sh- the uh, ship was stuck. And remember when I told you all that years ago, when there was a problem with the supply chain, that it was rumors that uh, ships were sitting off of the different ports in the U.S. because those particular nations. Did not want to settle in dollars. So they didn't want to want to pay. um, Have their products paid in dollar. Because of the decline of the dollar. And now here we go again. Now this, this could all be. It could be coincidence. I'm just saying. Markets are being uh, shook up. They show a little quick news clip of off of the coast of California. Ships are sitting, waiting to come into port. They're backed up, which is called causing a supply shortage. So if you have a supply shortage, that means demand people want more then the available products, which is supplied, which is uh, which more than what's available. So then that causes prices to go higher. Okay? But make no mistake about it. The real root of this issue, 
I don't give a dog on how they try to dress it up. It is the decline of the dollar. It is the value of the dollar. And the value of the dollar has declined because of all the free money. People thinking that it's free because of all of those stimulus packages. So meaning all of the loans, or I say um, that Powell give, remember I said he's the bookie, all of that that he was loaning out makes the, the value of the dollar lower. Which in the end, no matter how they slice it, no matter how they keep saying it ain't going to happen, all of these supposedly and alleged gurus that sit up on MSNBC and CNBC, inflation is not an issue when we know that it is. It's just fundamental economics. We've been telling y'all this for months now. When they turn back on this stimulus printing package, we told y'all, get ready for inflation, if not hyperinflation. Now, today, we sit, they talking about some inflation. Consumer price index soared 0.8% to match the biggest monthly increase since what? 2009. The government said Wednesday. Remember the whole 2008 housing crash? Uh-huh. Remember last video? It could have been a couple of videos before. I meticulously went over that housing market chart showing you at the uh, peak of the bubble in 2008. And I showed you where we are today and we're higher than that. And now they're saying consumer price indexes soared to match the biggest monthly increase since 2009. But we're not in a housing bubble. Okay, then. Economists polled by the Dow Jones and the Wall Street Journal had forecast a milder 0.2% advance. The rate of inflation over the past year jumped to 4.2% from the 2.6% in the prior month, the highest level since what? 2008. Huh. So now, who was more accurate? The CNBC, MSNBC folk are just measly old me pulling up a housing chart, looking at the trends, and telling you what was going on. Uh-huh. And make no mistake about it, those same folks spewing out, those same experts that get all of the airtime, Every day in the financial market spewing that same bull S. Either they are total idiots or they're giving a script saying this is the narrative you will push. K. 
Okay, and so they go, U.S. inflation rate hits 13-year high. Okay. The pace of inflation has surged after years of languishing at unusual low levels, largely due to rapid reopening of the U.S. economy. Now, remember, when they say at unusually low levels, you have to also factor in the money that they're borrowing from the bookie, the Fed Reserve, Powell. Okay? Which fueled that borrowing of cheap money, which really ain't cheap in the end, fueled the quote, quote, healthy economy, which it really ain't healthy. You think of it in this term. What's more healthier for your personal finances? You actually having a business that produces something. You're the business owner that produces something that's in demand, that's in need, that folks are going to use, or you are on your nine to five, you're, you have a steady income coming in, or you have loans that you're able to get from a financial institution at a cheap rate. Which way are you more financially secured? I would think you being a producer is more secure than you being a borrower. But yet, somehow they continuously to convince the world, 99% of the people, that the economy is healthy by borrowing. Businesses can't keep up in demand, a problem exuberated by ongoing bottlenecks in the global trading system tied to the pandemic. Computer chips are especially in short supply, and that's held up production of new autos and other manufacturing goods. Okay, now it's coming back to me, that blurb that I saw with the ships off of the California coast. They also said that um, car prices are going to go up, okay? And I think I talked about that, that um, now even used car prices, used cars, are selling more than what the blue book value of that car should be. Now, anybody that knows anything, any semblance of finance should know that a car is the worst investment you can buy because the time you drive it off the lot, it has depreciated when it is a new car, okay? So for now the used car market to have that type of thing where they can sell it at a much higher price than what the car is worth, that already tells you that there is going to be a huge correction all the way around. I know people personally that have uh, tried to buy, um, what do you call them, kitchen appliances, the stores were short on the kitchen appliances and uh, they were told because of the supply chain. 
So because of uh, like the, the steel to, to go uh, to put into some of the um, products, as well as all of those little components, there is a supply chain shortage, which also um, is going to, it's not going to, it is driving up the prices of the um, kitchen appliances, all right? And if you are buying kitchen appliances, also beware, do your due diligence because China bought Maytag them with straight child, straight crush my little heart. Because Sears, Maytag them, if you had those appliances, you had darn good appliances that last you decades. All right. Now, since they bought those particular industry, folks have been complaining. I know of a couple of people that bought uh, those products and within two, three years, they have to replace them. That was unheard of for that brand. So just putting you up on game, just do your due diligence and that's what's going on. With that, okay. But then on top of that, now you're talking the cost of those uh, products are higher. We already talked about wood. We already know that wood slash lumber is higher, also. All right, let's continue. Americans are also rushing to dine out, travel, or go far for vacation activities they shied away from during the pandemic that also drives up the prices at popular vacation resorts and other venues where people plan to congregate. Absolutely. And that also includes family renting a car. I'm like, I know y'all smoking. If you think I'm fenced to pay you that amount to rent. No, okay. I see what, what y'all want. Okay, I got something for you. So even the price of rental cars have gone up. So that means your Airbnbs and, and all of that, okay? This is all inflation, family. Senior Federal Reserve officials who are supposed to protect the U.S. from high inflation insist the increase is temporary. Chow, I'm fenced to sip my water because I think I told y'all this. Couple of, not a couple, I think the second out the gate in this series. I told y'all it was coming. They contend inflation will subside by next year. Once the pandemic fades, most people go back to work and the global economy is largely recovered. Child, I'm finna keep sipping. Mm. Investors are less sure. U.S. interest rates have risen in the past six months on worries about inflation, and they could go even higher. Remember I told y'all that Powell, I didn't tell y'all, Powell told y'all that he is eventually going to have to raise interest rates. And he did say eventual, uh, he said um, minimum 2%. Okay. And he was saying, hopefully he won't have to do it this year. Now, I'm finna sip my water again. What, we in um, May? Mm. This finna be interesting. What happened? 
Price for a broad swath of goods and services rose by record amounts in April. Used cars, trucks, tires, computers, television, furniture, toys, computers, and airline fares, among other things. The cost of some of these goods and services, such as plane tickets, fell sharply in the pandemic and now recovering lost ground. Yet prices for other products like used vehicles are setting new all-time highs. Used, used vehicle prices shot up 10% in April. Okay, so there you have it. There should be your sign. You know, if you don't have to buy a car right now, don't buy it. All right, the cost of used cars and trucks have now topped $25,000 for the first time. Prices have soared 21% over the past year, the CPI showed. Child. But there was no inflation. Remember? That's what the, the supposed lit and alleged experts said. CNBC NAM, MSNBC NAM, all of them supposed and alleged gurus that inflation don't need to be factored in. Mm -hmm. And I already told y'all inflation was already here. All you had to do is look at your grocery bill. And look at what you're paying at the pump. And now they're saying for used cars, those prices are 21% over the past year. So what type of research are they doing? Them supposed experts. Automakers cut pro productivity Early in the pandemic and rental agencies slashed fleet purchases, leading to a shortage of used vehicles. Child. Now, I'm going to say this. This is my tinfoil hat. Conspiracy theorist, as, as you want to, you can call me. Okay, I'll own that. But at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. I said early on during this pandemic, this is also going to be tied in with the economy. This can be used as a scapegoat why the economy is going to crash or will crash. This will be used on why a new system will need to be stood Hmm. So you're saying, which makes sense, because remember, when the pandemic hit, what happened to the demand of the goods and services? It fell sharply. Okay? So now that they've opened stuff back up, the demand has risen, but the supply, the whole entire supply chain it's behind the curveball. Now they have to play catch up. Okay. So that's even adding on to inflation. But the real reason for inflation, please do not ever forget that. It is the value of the dollar. 
But when you can create the scenario, do you understand how these crises, now this is the tinfoil conspiracy in me. Do you understand how these crises are created? This is to mask the printing of free money. They're telling you it's free. It costs them nothing. Because you should know that all of the money that they say exists, there's not even the paper currency to match that. It's only a certain amount of paper currency, but the amount of money that they have floating is really all done on computers. So technically, we're already doing digital currency. That's why I already know what they're talking about is a bunch of crap. We're already doing digital currency. It would just be totally moving everything to digital and using a different technology to do it and taking out the paper side. Right. But this whole thing of the supply chain shortage, inflation. It's all linked to the value of the dollar. Now, next thing they say. The cost of food is also rising twice as fast as it was before the pandemic. Child, I'm going to sip another drink of my water. Didn't I not tell y'all? All you had to do, you want to know what inflation is doing? Compare what you're spending at the grocery store to what you were before. All right? Now, unless you're a single man or whatever, you're not really buying your food like that, you know. If your wife or whomever, they're buying the groceries every week, whatever frequency you do, they know very well the price of stuff. Gasoline prices, on the other hand, fell for the first time in almost a year, yet lower prices are unlikely to last as more people take to the road this summer and global demand for oil strengthens. Okay, so I don't know why they saying it dropped because that's not what I saw when I went to the pump. Okay, compared to when the pandemic had first started, you know, the good thing about it, I don't have to use as much gas. Um, so, but when I went back to that pump, honey, I saw a dollar difference, but okay. If food and gas are set aside, so-called core consumer prices rose even stronger, 0.9% in April. That pushed the yearly rate up to 3% from 1.6, the highest in 26 years. Sips water. Now the experts going to try to sit up and tell why that they didn't know that we were in an inflationary standpoint. Yeah, right. The core rate is closely followed by economics as a more accurate measure of underlying inflation. Big picture, inflation has risen sharply and it's going to stay high for a while. 
businesses still can't get many vital supplies on time or at reasonable prices. And now the cost of labor is going up. Sips water. They want to try to tell why. They didn't know that? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Hmm. Okay. Some economists contend to the U.S. is on its or is on the verge of its worst bout of inflation in decades. They worry massive government stimulus payments are contributing to the power to the problem. Start sorry, and says the Fed is being too placid. Huh. Sips water. I think I recall saying that the stimmies ain't free and that that causes inflation because at the end of the day, printing massive amounts of money makes the value of the dollar going go down. And again, 99% of the population still does not understand that concept. And furthermore, they still don't understand that the feds, in the feds' defense now, nah, in the feds' defense, it's not their responsibility to regulate the economy. The Fed just don't say, okay, here's more money, here you go. The Congress has to approve it. The Fed is a business. It's a privately held business. It is the bookie. So I ain't even trying to put that upon the Fed. I know what it is, but again, this is how Congress gets away with this shit. Because 99% of the population are leaving it in the hands of them to tell them what's going on. And they just let them run with it. This ain't the Fed's fault. That's like blaming the bookie for the gambler's addiction. That ain't the bookie's problem. Quite frankly, that ain't the bookie's concern. But at the end of the day, you gonna have the bookie's money on them points. So hopefully you all are getting a clear picture of the charade that goes on with the economy. The U.S. Central Bank, for its part, is betting that what is called transitory, remember, y'all remember, y'all remember when Powell, in his 60 Minutes interview, he kept saying transitory inflation will fade by next year and fall back towards its long-term goal of what? 
So, let me sip my water. Where did Powell lie? He ain't lied about a damn thing. I told you all that 60 Minutes interview was a disclosure. He told you all exactly what was going to happen. He told you all what was going to happen. He said he hoped he didn't have to raise interest rates until um, sometimes next year. For the most for most of the past decade, the rate of inflation has hovered well below that mark. I'm going to say that again. I'm just going to read this paragraph again. The U.S. Central Bank, for its part, is betting that what it calls trans- transitory inflation will fade by next year and will fall back toward its long goal, this long-term goal of two percent. For most of the past decade, the rate of inflation has hovered well below that mark. The economy will likely be fine if the Fed is right. But if the central bank gets it wrong, all bets are off. The Fed, pay close attention, because Powell, Powell done sat up and said that in a little 60 Minutes interview. The Fed could be forced to raise interest rates sooner than it wants and a potential choke off of a budding economy recovery. What are they what they are saying? The stimulus check, job market dislocations, and supply chain issues caused the pandemic caused by the pandemic are short-term drivers of inflation, and the Fed will look past them in setting interest rate, says senior economics Bill Adams of PNC Finance. But there are ways to see how this temporary inflation could be could turn more permanent. Higher wages employers are using to attract workers could be, be inflationary over time. Buoyant consumer demand could fuel a faster recovery than expected. Or the upward price shock, shocks could fuel higher inflation expectations. All right. So again, this is from Market Watch. Uh, this came out on the 12th, and it's U.S. inflation soars in April to 13-year high. CPI um, shows and reveals fresh stress on the economy. So get ready, family. Uh, pretty much everything that Powell said in his 60-minute interview is coming to fruition, um, you know, with me just pulling up some simple charts using simple logic. I already said we were at an inflationary period. And, um, you know, we may jump to hyperinflation. Depends on how they want to play this out. Uh, but make no mistake about it, family. This is all due to the... Um, decline of the dollar, uh, printing all of that free money, which ain't free, that Congress was the one that approved, all right? So when you see uh, the press and all them standing up there talking about what STEMI checks they're going to send out and what particular infrastructure programs they finna fund, 
They're going to the Fed Reserve, the bookie, to get that money. It's not the other way around. But it's at your expense. Okay? And the deficit is at levels, trillions and trillions. Okay? That bailout package that they gave, I think it was $800 billion back in 2008. Do you all realize that's a drop in the bucket? Remember the outrage? That was, oh, why should we have to bail out the banks, this, that, and the third, which were, they were right, because that should have been used to just pay off everybody's home that was in foreclosure and then gave the banks a little bit to get their stuff together and keep it moving. That $800 million, that's nothing. We're talking trillions and trillions have been spent, family, since then. You're talking trillions of behind-the-scenes assets that the Fed Reserve is buying up to keep this economic circus going. And then, in addition, loaning out even more money to Congress at their request for the stimulus, okay? So those stimulus, as I said from the beginning, those of you that rock with me on the Thursday shows, was nothing but, it's, uh, you know, placating. It, it's, uh, how can I say it? Pacifying, that's what I'm trying to say. It's just pacifying the people. That's all it's doing. It's pacifying it because they couldn't justify giving out trillions on the back end, buying up toxic debt and leave the people hanging as they shut down the entire world economy over the quote, quote, pandemic. Right? And those STEMIs are a test ground for universal basic income because it's coming, because the total economy will change, will no longer be a service economy, all right? So you have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things going on, family, that you are witnessing. And of course, this is all just on the physical side, um, the the uh, root of all of this is the spiritual component, which is the um, changing of the realm. Different energy is being ushered in at a higher frequency vibration. So that means the current that things ran on in the past, you get it, currency has to change as well. All right. And this is all tied into what people are calling the uh, new age of Aquarius. Okay. So I hope that this helps you. Uh, you stay safe, family. Uh, try to stay informed and uh, take care of yourself. And as you've heard them continuously talk about the supply chain, make sure you have your essentials. Now, I'm not saying go and hoard. But at this point, I've been talking about making sure you keep your essentials 
for quite a couple years now. I've been consistent with that and I want to stay consistent with that. So all of your essentials, make sure that you have um, a nice supply stocked up. And that is especially important for uh, people that need medication. And it's especially important for people that have babies that you have to feed. Make sure that you're stocked up on the essentials. So I wish everyone well. Uh, have a great rest of the day. Peace and love, family.